Let me tell you something. When I travel to Zootopia, I always need help with my travel arrangements. So I talk to Becca at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com. AdventureIsOutThereTravel can help you find discounts on carrots, concierge-level service on that awesome speed train, and find the best trip to Zootopia you can ever find or other places that they like to go. So call Adventures Out There Travel, the official travel partner of the 3 o'clock parade. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 o'clock parade. It's Professor Daniel Miller here in Orlando. And just down the road on West in West Florida, it's Rhiannon. Uh-huh. And hopping up, hopped up on Valium. It's Skipper Dick Richie. Hey, howdy, hey. It's me. <laughs> See? So, so how you doing, buddy? Feeling pretty good. Just good, good. enjoying my day off. Man. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. Just need to start mixing with some, like Rhiannon said, mixing with some tequila. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick it in no time. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I I took it a few hours ago because uh, I have a little bit of a pinched nerve and it hurts. Mm. And uh, the doctor prescribed that, but I don't feel like it's really doing anything. Oof. Yeah, I can take one every eight hours for the next. Now, where week. is the pinched nerve? Uh, back left, just Oof. above my buttocks. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's, that's actually not even the bad part. The bad part is, like, uh, you know, if you, like, lean or put weight or whatever, it kind of sends a sharp pain down your leg. Yeah. So it kind of feels like my calf muscle is, like, cramping. Uh, so it's it's a good time. It's pretty Oh, fun. yeah. Yeah. Pretty exciting. It's a great day it. to walk around Epcot. Well, that's the thing. They were like, you know, we don't really want you just sitting around, like, it's good to walk. They were like, just don't lift anything heavy. I was like, problem solved. You're like, I better not go pee then. Oof. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. That was pretty good. Uh, all I know is I'm sleepy. That's what it did. It made me sleepy. That's not fun. I don't know anybody that's ever taken it, but all I know is the line from Beetlejuice. Or... Where they're looking for the mom, and Lydia Dietz is like, she's sleeping with Prince Valium. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm not like that much of a rock star. The only reason I've ever had it was because um, it's what they give you before they wheel you into surgery to make sure that you're relaxed. And hmm. so, man, was I relaxed. And so I just look back on that with such fond memories that if anyone ever were like, hey, I got some Valium, you want some? I'd be like, fuck yeah! But like, I mean, I don't. It's not like I have any. Just be careful. If, some, <laughs> random, if someone random says that, they might be trying to steal your kidney. True. <gasps> Shit. It's okay. Possible. So I will only accept random offers of Valium from people I trust. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> apt to happen any day now. Um, Big news for the Disney Corporation. Skipper DeGritchie found some information on this. And I don't know if anybody was listening to the Oscar nominations that came out this week. The Academy Awards nominations. Huge, huge year for the uh, the, the Walt Disney Company, Skip. Yeah, they, they did good. 
Lots of things. Lots of things are nominated. Your your pals over at Marvel with the first ever superhero movie to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, they were also Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture or Best Picture in Golden Globes, and then it was cool to see it also get uh, Best Picture for the Oscars nomination at least. Now, net here's the question. Remember they were going to like do like most popular movie category and then mm-hmm. decided, you know, everyone hated that idea. Yeah, that was terrible. Do you think that I mean I don't know I don't really know how the how the the uh, nominations work, but do you think this could be like has something to do with that? Like let's let's stick a few uh, uh, you know fanboy people pleasers. So what? People pleasers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of these are... Uh, there's definitely, like, that art film type of movies. And then there are some, you know, popular ones. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody also won. Or nominated. No. That's... I don't know, man. So what are, let's see what they are. Uh, Skip, you, you got them in front of you there? Uh, the Best Picture nominees? Or anybody, yeah. From the Disney perspective, what do we, what, 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 what are we looking at? Uh, Black Panther, uh, Incredibles, Wreck It Ralph, uh, Bow, Mary Poppins Returns, um, Mary Poppins Returns for a few different things. So was Black Panther. Black Panther for seven, by the way, nominations. Man. And then, um, you know, if you if you if you count it, because it's kind of like a Marvel. Um, the uh, Spider-Man movie, Spider-Verse, was nominated, uh, even though that's technically Sony animation, but it was in uh, coordination with Marvel. And then, um, damn, there was something else I was going to bring up. I don't remember. Either way, they, uh, they got they got the oh Solo was nominated for special effects. So was uh, Infinity War. So they have a lot. I was about to say when you said just solo, I was like, "What? That okay? I get it for visual effects, yeah, yeah, it makes sense." But that's interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't get too much into the the the, the awards type stuff, but um, obviously, it's a big deal for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> pretty big, pretty big deal, pretty big deal. They put so many best picture nominees now. What is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Excessive. It makes yeah. it. Um, they used to do a like uh, the weekend before AM. Well, not just AMC, but different theaters would do a best picture marathon where you could go see like three movies on Saturday and then three movies on Sunday or whatever. But now there's so many of them that like you know I think they actually break it up over two weekends. Oh, it's funny you said I did see something like that. One, there was I just happened to catch an article about how one of the movies Roma is from Netflix, and really? they were basically saying that one of these festivals that you were just saying, one of these uh, you know show all the best picture nominees, they were showing them all but Roma. They were basically refusing to show the uh, oh, that's the tough. one movie that was not released in theaters. That's probably gonna win. You know, well, huh. I didn't know that was Netflix. I want to go watch it. 
Yeah, my uh, my coworker said it was. They watched it and said it was actually awesome. Uh, but I don't know her well enough to know her recommendations yet. I've only worked mm-hmm. with her for a few months, so like I don't know if I can trust her. I don't know. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, there's those people that like whether it's good or bad. Like there's some people they say, "Oh, I really like this movie," and you say, "Well, then I'm gonna hate it." And, yeah. <laughs> or, but if they said, "Oh, this was so so boring," I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this." Yeah, that's like my mother um, had hip replacement surgery today, actually. And so she's been looking for Netflix recommendations because she's going to be basically you know, bedridden for the next few weeks. And uh, I'm like, oh, no, I hate that. Oh, no, that's not for you. And I'm like, what do you actually watch other than cooking shows and John Oliver? So I think the answer <laughs> is more cooking shows. <laughs> but she would not like Westworld or Game of Thrones or basically anything I watch. Man. Ooh. Now all I want to yeah. do is watch Westworld. I know. It's so good. It's so far away. So oh, don't remind me. Maybe I'm seeing this right now. Incredibles two by Brad Bird. I didn't have been seeing a lot of things. I don't. I didn't keep up on it though. Is there a reason we're supposed to not like Brad Bird right now? A lot of people were bashing him. I don't know what the deal is. Um, is there... Well, people are upset because Netflix or not Netflix. Uh, Incredibles two, I guess. Um, has a PG or PG thirteen rating or something like that. And I want to say they, I mean, there's not a lot of cursing in it, but they apparently say something and parents were upset because they thought they were taking their kids to a kid's movie. And Brad Bird pretty much straight out said like, Hey, just because it's animated doesn't mean it's just for kids. Right. Uh, I think I might like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, it's another way of telling a story. So, you know, some people are all, Mm. upset because they took their kids to a movie where somebody said I don't know the B word or <gasps> I know What's that? Right? balloons okay I hate that oh. <laughs> so offensive how dare um, they I actually watched this on the plane to my last trip and I actually really I did enjoy it I don't I don't enjoy uh, a lot of those types of movies but I, I, I thought it was fun I love the whole that setting movie? of the Incredibles like the you know, it's a good setting. Yeah. Music. Yeah, I like The Incredibles. Yeah. I was excited to see it, and I really enjoyed the sequel, so. But I think, I don't think, uh, you know, where it comes to best animation, I don't think Wreck-It Ralph stands a chance. I think it's pretty much between The Incredibles and Spider-Man, and if I had to pick, I would pick Spider-Man. Everybody seemed to love it. Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. I did win the great. Golden Globe, so... It, it's really good. Yeah, everyone seemed to really like that. Really good. Uh, like, every everybody seemed to... I didn't hear one bad thing about it. Um, Speaking of bad things, I uh, Outrage of the Week... Uh, Ooh, yay, my favorite. It has to be... I, I see a lot of hate. Speaking of The Incredibles, people hate that they made, like, a little meet-and-greet at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I saw that, and I don't really get it. Like, it should be more than just a, some some posters and a meet and greet. I was like, I don't, For the Incredibles? Yeah. Don't they, didn't they do that, like, dance party in Tomorrowland for the longest time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't I mean, they still do that? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think, I don't think they're <laughs> new to any of the parks. I mean, they literally added a meet and greet. I think, I guess maybe people are pissed because they didn't, they added, it made it 
I don't know. They added like you know that area that used to be where Pixar, the entrance of um, Toy Story Midway Mania at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they took that area and made it a Incredibles meet and greet with like a shop and a little food cart and you know and they're like, like a I don't know I guess maybe the people think they are overselling I don't I don't know it's just weird I'm like well, that's what I mean, Hollywood Studios does yeah like I wouldn't be saying oh shit I can't believe I missed it I need to like skip work tomorrow and go immediately but I'm not gonna be like oh my god why did they do that. Weird. I would rather have them do that meet and greet than bring back that terrible Pirates of the Caribbean thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just avoid anything. Well, and I and I kind of feel like it might just be one of those things that you know they have to fill the space with something until yeah, they actually so... do put something you know put something permanent there. So why not give people a chance to go and hang out with the Incredibles? Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. I and mean... Dis- I I don't know. I guess I think the I think the overall general thought is why do that when you can do more? And I just just like I don't know, whatever. Because it seemed like it sprang up overnight. If you want something more, then wait, you know, a year and a half. Like, which would you rather have? Yeah, exactly. Um, this is awesome. Breaking news: the actual gondolas are being installed. Onto the wires. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, I'm just getting so... Like, this also couples with another outrage of the week that came this week when they announced uh, they they opened up reservations for the new Riviera DVT resort. And, of course... the announcement. What was the outrage about it? Just that they were really expensive. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I think what happened was there was this idea when they first... Like, we're rumoring a DVC at Caribbean Beach. Everyone kind of assumed, oh, so Caribbean Beach is going to get a, a DVC. DVC. And right. they never but, actually said <laughs> Well, yeah, because I thought, it, like, what happened was is that was the assumption. And then they had, like, a bunch of focus groups. And there was severe backlash because the concept of buying the DVC is supposed to mean deluxe. And so to do it with only a moderate, it's, like, demeaning. And so they went out of their way to make sure that it had a whole separate name and brand identity to specifically separate itself from Caribbean Beach. Yeah. So, and now people are shocked and they're outraged. I bet these are the same people who are outraged because there can be a moderate DVC and they didn't want those Oof. DVC points based on that. So, whatever. So, it's just not pleasing some people. Yeah. Well, I think in general, though, I just think it really has happened where people have gotten officially priced out of staying on property and it's just overall like like this isn't fair like you know you're kind of like why does everyone it it makes you feel like man i work full-time my my spouse works full-time how come we can't afford to stay on property and all these other clearly there's tens of thousands of people on any given day who can and i could i could see how that's frustrating you're like it's just not fair damn it like disney's punished I feel the same way myself. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. I, I agree. Well, I think this but, is... But it's true. Time. Like, I, I make a decent wage, and I don't even have kids, so, like, I really have little excuses to why I can't be, like, balling it up at Polly every weekend, but I look at those prices, and I'm just like, I'm really just going to be sleeping in that bed? You know, yeah. I, I could, like, save... 
$500 to sleep in a different bed, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Well, this is the first time uh, this last 3 o'clock parade weekend when Skipper Dick Ritchie did not stay on property. Oh, yeah. staying on property for this one. Yeah, I mean, I was technically on property. I just wasn't at a Disney resort, but it's junk. Even though I will say that uh, I did enjoy like the, where we stayed was nice. Yeah, I would agree. The uh, Good Neighbor hotels are, are it's nice. I think, and they're all getting re- re- uh, refurbished right now. Like the one that used to be like the Best Western is completely under construction right now. They redid the, you know, they're, it's about time because those, I mean, that is such prime real estate. Well, those aren't good neighbor. Those are the, uh, they used to be called Hotel Plaza Boulevard, but aren't they called like Disney Springs Resorts now or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Because so. the good but neighbor I, ones are the ones that are off property, but have a Disney like ticket booth or something. Like you can buy, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Back to the gondolas, it's happening. Like, and that means because um, with they opened uh, the reservations for like December thirtieth, basically the holidays for Riviera, which means the gondolas will probably be debuting right around the holidays as well. So, um, definitely a Merry Christmas to uh, to me. I'm pretty excited. I hope uh, now I just have to see logistics. Like, will they allow? I don't. People are saying, are, do you really think they're going to allow regular guests to ride and not resort guests? I'm like, well, I don't. I I mean, I don't see why not. If they, they allow you to ride the friendship boats to, to Hollywood Studios from Epcot, why would the gondolas be any different? My only argument could be potentially when it's just the first opening few months and they become this like crazy attraction into unto themselves. Yeah, yeah. right. Like right off the bat. Yeah, but like in the future down the line, I would definitely assume they'd be open to anyone. Well, especially kind of like um, early in the morning, like, when theoretically all you'd be I could see that where kind of like how they only they don't allow buses from uh, Disney Springs to the parks until about noon or whatever at four o'clock because they don't want people just parking at Disney Springs and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. similar thing maybe where they'll do it early in the morning they're like yeah you're just here to uh, (laughs) take advantage Mm. it for everyone yeah. Like you clearly parked here at Caribbean Beach to ride <laughs> Epcot. Because that would totally you? be my plan. Yes. Hello, I'm here to not ride the gondola. Hello, I'm here to drop off my Uber passenger. <laughs> Never use that one, I'm sure. <laughs> that is I'm so excited. I was actually tempted to try that um, last weekend, uh, but then I realized that my car has too much shit in it to actually be believable as an Uber vehicle. Especially if you're driving by yourself. I had Mark in the car. I was going to say, because it didn't work for me. They were like, where is he? And I was like, oh, uh, I mean, I'm picking up. I'm picking up Uber. Come on. Yeah, I even ordered one of the stickers off of eBay. No, you did not. No, I did. Just shut up. I know, right? Man. More breaking news. And this might uh, might get Rhiannon excited. More uh, food coming from Four Rivers, which is a Orlando-based like local chain. 
They already yeah, have. That but now, now tell us where they're putting it. Yeah, you already saw it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I sure did. I knew that was going to be like the kicker. I was going to get you all excited and then like pull the rug out from under you. Oh, that is what you like to do, isn't it? <laughs> it, it might be my MO a little bit. But um, mm-hmm. they are going to sell supposedly uh, for Rivers at uh, the new cheerleading arena, which is, I mean, it's multiple venues, but that's a big thing they're going to do there um, at Disney, at uh, ESPN Wide World of Sports. So, while Four Rivers is no longer a type of barbecue I'm really a fan of locally, it's still head and shoulders above anything that like the theme parks offer. So this is a good news theme park wise related. I'm curious locally. Yeah, what what took its place? Um, uh, there's several like at Four Rivers. They they they're one of those chains that expanded too fast. Um, in my opinion, so um, I like Pig Floyd's better here. Um, it's my my go-to. Uh, I was gonna name one. So anywho, that's going on. This reminds me. I saw something today that I had never. Maybe it just never crossed my mind. I guess it isn't that surprising. And there was this article that came out where they were following the late. Like last weekend was the Disney Marathon, mm-hmm. and they use some of the data and realize just they were identifying how many people cheat in the marathon. <laughs> what? Like there's the, like location tracking with the magic bands or something. Well, they do it with like this, with like this thing in your shoe or, or oh, the bit, right. like they do something. Well, there's mats that you cross that help your time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And there will be people. There's a couple points where the, 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 the course kind of doubles back. And they said there's some very, and and this, what what this article was saying, is they were following some of the people's times. And let's say, for example, you and I are running at about a 17 minute a mile pace, uh, first seven miles, and then all of a sudden we jump ahead, and now <laughs> immediately we are now on like a seven minute mile pace. Hmm. Uh, and they we just like to rest and burst like a cheetah and then they talked about a lady somebody was is a it's a first hand uh somebody reporting that they saw a lady come in from like the grand floridian so <laughs> the um the tents were bio freeze and then just got right out on the course <laughs> perfect That's awesome so it's like why start why bother you know why wake up at 4 a.m when you could just roll in at saunter in at 10 and and finish Please. yeah sounds like a great plan for me yeah these uh, are these are all viable reasons to that, that yeah. all works these are innovators all right and one of the things about that weekend is they do the thing the dopey challenge where you get special medals for doing all the races well there's all these ones where um for example skip if you wanted to run the dopey but you're kind of tired that middle day. You hand your bib for the half marathon to Rhiannon, <laughs> and she runs okay. that. Part. In all seriousness, here's my take on this: you paid money for this, and in my mind, you're paying money for the experience and the bling. So you've already, you know, credit cards cleared. You should get your bling no matter what. And if you choose to only half-ass the experience. You should have that option. Now, I don't think you should do it to try and like beat any records, and I don't think that you should return home and brag to your friends that you like ran a whole marathon. You didn't. 
But if you're honest and you're like, yeah, fuck it. I just wanted the medal and I wanted to like kind of do half of it and see what it was all about. Yeah. I'm going to give it a pass. I give it a pass. That's that's one of the reactions. But they said for most people, <laughs> it sounds like that's a it. Well, somebody, and I agree. I kind of agree, I guess, with that. I mean, I think it does kill the spirit of it, whatever. But what somebody brought up, though, one of the main reasons people would cheat on the actual marathon is apparently, I don't, I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not an avid runner. No. Shut but, it. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe. But apparently, to get into the Boston Marathon is very screwy, like the rules and stuff, like how to qualify. But somehow, our marathon is a qualifier for the Boston Marathon. So they'll yeah. literally have people running it for them here. Okay. No, that, that's wrong. That is yeah, you see, that's junk. Categorically wrong. Yeah. I'm just talking about being a little lazy and getting a cool-looking medal. That's all. <laughs> so, anyway, I just it's just one of those things that once I mentioned it online, like 900 people were like, oh, my God, you didn't know this was going on? Like, of course. I, <laughs> I was like, I just never crossed my mind that somebody would want to do that. Right. Never yeah, right. You're just not, not devious. Part of your world, then. I mean, I might be devious, like about like sneaking beer onto attractions or something. But what? <laughs> we all have our niches, and uh, yeah, running isn't yours, and cheating at running isn't yours. Apparently, either. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times back before I uh, met Mrs. D&D, what I would usually do is like, because what I really, what my favorite thing to ever do is I really liked having beer in American Adventure. Like, to me, that is just like, I love it. Watch American Adventure, sipping a nice cold beer. And I would literally, like, try to carefully walk with it under my shirt. Mm-hmm. Of course, spilling probably at least a third of it all under all inside my jacket. And then I met Mrs. D&D, and she had these services. And I was like, oh, my, this is freaking brilliant. Changed I, your life. It was. My immediate thought was, I can use this on American Adventure. Oh, my God. And uh, the rest is... I never uh, realized that we had her to blame for this. <laughs> she, yes. She, you can definitely blame her for that. <laughs> my future mother-in-law bought me my first one, actually, for my birthday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it was like a month into us knowing each other. It was my birthday, so... Yeah. There you go. Little stuff. Getting me anything for my birthday and month in, fuckers. Man, it's rough. Yeah, but I'm really, really charming. Oh yeah, I guess that must be the problem. I'm not. Um, good news, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yeah, I love good news. I'm serious, this is really good news. I tell you, whenever I hear about uh, Galaxy's Edge, I think. I immediately fear never getting a chance to ever actually ride these rides, ever. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe this will help. They have confirmed in this report by WDW News Today, breaking news. That the Millennium Falcon ride, Smuggler's Run, will have single rider. Yes. Like that is that is really like there is no That's single cool. rider in uh, Pandora. So yeah, it is. That is actually pretty big news, I think. Yeah, and that is. I don't know if that's. I mean, I'm assuming, I'm, but that's real. I mean, <laughs> gonna have to take the word for it. Because believe it or not, I do not uh, have break uh, confirmed news there. Shocking. Okay. 
Yeah. Let's see. Rhiannon, did you go to Epcot at all? You did. I know you did because you got your you got your magnet. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I basically went to the old Walt Disney World Park for a weekend was to get a freaking free magnet. Worth it. I am that asshole. Yeah, it was worth it. Totally. Was it uh, the figment magnet? Mm-hmm. Nice. So we originally hadn't planned on going to Disney this year until the weekend of the princess races that we're doing. The one, the short one, but whatever, it's fine. I won't cheat, I promise. Um, and then when they announced the figment magnet, I'm like, oh. And so anyways, that weekend is the very, very last weekend of the festival. And I was just like, watch them run out of this fucking magnet and I don't get one. So I looked at my calendar and I'm like, all right, when can we go? And it was either last weekend or this weekend. And then I don't know where Mark's daughter decides to like drive from Oklahoma to like go to Universal. So we ended up kind of hitting uh, two birds with one stone there. So we got our magnets, did the festival, and got to say hi to the Oklahomans. Is that a word? I don't know. It is now. I like it, though. I do like Oklahomans. Are you going to require her to call you mom? Nope, absolutely not. I actually will punish her if she does. Oh. <laughs> but well, then at that point, out. wouldn't she be able to go, you can't punish me. You're not my mom. Exactly. And so effective, no? I mean, Can we officially call you designated Disney stepmom? No. I think that sounds fair. And that makes it sound like I'm designated Disney dad's stepmom, and I'm not. Definitely not that. So. I'm sure That's you fair. would enjoy it if you punished him. I, I, I feel like you've already, uh, you know, he's already taken that brand. <laughs> that is true. He does have the designated Disney everything. Designated Disney Jeep. Designated Disney children. Designated Disney couch, even, I believe he said. So, I can't get on that. It's done. Designated Disney everything um so when you were in epcot did you happen to glance over at either the construction area for the space restaurant or the new guardians of the galaxy roller coaster um we did not get close to the restaurant but we did walk past uh the coaster and man that thing's big yeah it's, it's pretty sizable never heard that before i'm waiting for you to mention that um, but did it ruin your Epcot trip because oh my God. there I, were tall I buildings? I can't go back now. It's just not the same. <laughs> my childhood is ruined. Is there anything else supposed to say? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. I, it, it sounds awesome. Like, yeah. this sounds awesome. Um, this Guardians again. Like, if it's anything at all like... The, the feel and the music and the fun of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, I will. it's going to be awesome. Yeah, right? I, I'm excited. Like, basically just take think... that same story, but add it to this ride. Like, <laughs> no, I definitely think it has all the build-up to be something amazing, and I don't think it's that much of an eyesore. And it's bringing traffic to an otherwise empty section of the park. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a hater on it. I'm really not. Yeah. Do I like Ellen's Energy Adventure? Sure. Enough to like raise a stink over this? No. No. I mean, I'm a big lover of the original Epcot rides. But of those rides, A, Ellen's Energy Adventure was one of my least favorite of them. And 
I'd like one or two of them to kind of, at least in theory, be somewhat preserved. But they don't all have to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a little bit. Like, it's kind of like Magic Kingdom. I mean, I'd like to have some of the classic rides. We've got, I think our core rides are there now. Just keep those, and we can just do whatever we want with everything else. <laughs> Fuck the rest. Basically. Basically. Sounds like you're divorcing the Magic Kingdom. You're like, all right, as long as I get to keep these things, I don't care what you do with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so that's kind of exciting. Like, I'm, I'm very excited about what's going on over there. Uh, so there's a lot coming up, and it's, uh, it's that. Let's see. Skipper... About. Oh, I, I kind of hinted to it, alluded to it in the opening, but did you see that um, in Shanghai, they have officially announced Zootopia area? I think it's kind of exciting. I, I, I am a little surprised. I guess what people were saying, though, is that over there... They're, they're much more familiar with the, the newer things that have all been released there, obviously. So well, it makes total sense over there because this is the kind of Disney properties they're very familiar with. Not only um, that, but what I read was that Zootopia was the number one best-selling animated movie ever in their box offices. In China. Man. Wow. So, yeah. So it's not just like some, like, maybe they'll like this. It's like, oh, no, they no. like this. Yeah. I would, I, I would say what... In the, I love the idea of, of Zoot. I actually do like the world of Zootopia. I wasn't a huge fan of the story, but I, the, the land and the characters are all, like the, the world they live in was all really fun and stuff. It just, I just get nervous from the Animal Kingdom perspective because if it comes, people, all the fans, there's no official, nothing official about this, but all the fans say, they're animals, so shouldn't it be at Animal Kingdom? And that, that part scares me a bit. Um, but in theory, Zootopia land sounds kind of fun. I have a confession. What? I've never seen it. Mm. Mm. Shocking. It's a mystery, and a surprise character who you thought was good is actually bad. Oh. Like, wow. I think you just... Spoilers. Yeah, it's like an Shoot. M. Night Shyamalan. No, I'm definitely not going to watch it. Shoot. It's definitely not like every other Pixar Disney movie. That... <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were good, but you're bad. Didn't see that coming. Um, I will say, the movie that pulled that off best, though, I believe was Frozen. Like, with the guy, the love is an open door guy, Franz, Hans, whatever. I think, spoilers, you gotta, spoiler alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler alert, uh, Frozen. Spoiler alert, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I just think nobody pulled that off better than that guy. Uh, that movie. He was very likable. I mean, he... Someone else finishing my sandwiches. Mm. My sandwiches. Dude, I would totally finish your sandwich. Why do you think that sounds so disgusting? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I like it. No. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see. Son of a bitch. Skipper to Gritchie, you... F Sons of bitches in California get everything good. We here in Florida used to have bread bowls at Columbia Harbor House. Now I can't find a bread bowl anywhere at Disney to save my life. We've but, had them, yeah, they've been here for a while. 
you son of a bitch, with this lobster pot pie soup at this get-your-ears-on celebration at Disneyland, you got a bread bowl. Uh, There's always been bread bowls right out, like, just above the Pirates of the Caribbean in New Orleans Square. All they want is a goddamn bread bowl. They don't have them at the Columbia. Did they get rid of them? The Columbian Harvest? B-Y-O-B-B. They actually do sell them like Panera Bread. That would be awesome. Going through security, like, sir, what's in your bag? Uh, just bread bowls. Just a cool. bread bowl. I'm going to go get some soup. You'll be allowed to take it in. You're allowed to bring your own food. That's just food. Well, it always it always makes me laugh. Like, I've taken uh, pineapples from Lapu Lapu's in the park, and it, people will be like, and I'll take pictures, be like, oh, my God, how'd you get that in there? I'm like, it's a piece of fruit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a piece of fruit. So, uh, Lapu Lapu, pineapples are allowed in the Magic Kingdom. All four parks and both water parks allow pineapples. Breaking news. Like, oh my god. I want your guys' thoughts on this. Breaking news this week was that Publix is one of the grocery stores, maybe others across the country, but Publix is one that is selling Mickey bars at Publix now. Yeah. Something you want, or do you want it to be specifically only to the parks? I think this falls into the category of you do you. Like, if you have that much of an issue with oh, these be special, I can only get in the parks, then don't buy it at Publix. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're forcing it down your throat. Not going to lie. I just glanced at the concept art for the pool area of Riviera Resort. I don't care what you think about this place. Their pool looks freaking awesome. It really does. Yeah. Man. We're going to really need to make... Thankfully, I do have quite a few friends now that have DVC, and I feel like we're going to have to definitely get in on some of this. Because I do not have DVC or Club 33, believe it or not. I I do believe it. Yeah, I was going to say, I totally believe it. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it would be a little harder to believe. No. Damn it. I figured. Man. Oh, well. Um, we do have a couple as Sour Boners. Hashtag as Sour Boner. Would you like okay. Fire away. Sure. Fire away. This is from Livy. What's something that never fails to make your whole week? Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday never fails to make my week. Well, I was going to say talking to you, Skip. Aw, thanks, buddy. Uh, um, when I get a text from Livy, just say hi. Speaking of Livy, this mother trucker, he went to India with Outer Rim Jim. Yeah, my liver's kind of a whore when it gets around. Like, they went all over India. I don't know. I didn't, I, I, I just like, Outer Rim Jim, like, went to India. Like, that's that's awesome. I want to go to India. Mark does not want to go to India. So, I don't know how I'm ever going to get there. Outer Rim Jim. Okay. Maybe we have to have a uh, living outside the liver dream where people just carry <gasps> yes. you around. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Just I'll whore it up for that. 
Who wants to adopt Rhiannon for a week and take her all over the world? Yeah, just pay for my plane ticket, pay for my hotel, pay for my food, pay for my drink, and I will show up. Ta-da! Man, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Such we could also should we just do it? You know, call it Adventures by Three O'clock Parade and. No, no, Adventures for Three O'clock Parade. Oh, adventures for I like it. I like it. Um, any speaking of Adventures by Three O'clock Parade, Skipper Gritchy, any updates or new breaking news on the birthday Palooza weekend? Just uh, there's a shit ton of people that are going to apparently be out here, um, in about two and a half weeks. What will be the hardest thing to do with a large group like that? Coordinate everybody, I think, is finding a time when everybody's going to be available at the same time. Hmm. Yeah. Like here, Kava did, I'd say if when we do like uh, Epcot on uh, St. Patrick's Day, clearly La Cava del Tequila is the biggest challenge. So what's the biggest challenge at the Disneyland Resort? Um, yes. I mean, there's there's a few of them because like Trader Sam's doesn't have enough like seating in any one area for a large group like that unless we go outside. But I like to drink inside. Um, gosh, I think the problem is that there aren't as many big bars or bars to really hang out at. So, you know, there's all the downtown Disney stuff which has seats. I really think it's just the logistics of everybody's timing, to be honest yeah, with you. I would agree. So hopefully everyone will have the mentality, much like I was we were talking about with the like the crew is a large mentality of you gotta kinda do a little bit of your own thing and then maybe maybe come up with one meeting spot for like a big blowout at some point. Probably Trader Sam's. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think it'll be one of those uh, I don't know if you remember, but like when you were younger before you, you know, when you would go to the parks with your family and maybe everybody didn't have cell phones, it would always just be like, okay, everybody go do your own thing. And then we'll meet here at four o'clock. And then like at four thirty, four forty-five, you'd still be like, oh man, where is drunky? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and then at five o'clock, Rihanna would be like, okay, forget it. Everybody just go do your own thing. And we'll meet back here again at eight. Yep. So I kind of feel like he'll be something like eight, that. and I'm still no drunky, and then you're just like, "Fuck it, I hate everyone. I'm going home." <laughs> I feel like you've experienced this before. I was I was a few minutes late once to something with Rihanna, and she was not pleased. You were many minutes late. See, she even knows which one I'm talking about. She's got a memory. <laughs> She's like burned in her memory. I keep score, motherfucker. And for the record, it wasn't late. We didn't have a specific time. You were just way faster than me. Efficient? Maybe. Um, Livy follows up with, what's your golden age of Disney animation? Like, what era? He's like, from this point to this point, A to B. Like, what is your golden age? Do you have a favorite time of a Disney animation? I'd say either the age of Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan and other Mary Blair uh, pieces or classic 90s. 
Would, um, I think yeah, I, I have the time. Jungle yeah. Book and um, Robin Hood would be considered the same era, I believe. They're kind of yeah. like. Yeah, they're kind of that same style. I was style. talking like Little yeah. Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, that era, whatever yours is for. Yeah. That was when I would be watching him in the basement with like girls in high school trying to like, you know, take advantage of the situation. Trying to like mac on people to a Disney movie. Oh. A special kind of predator. Whatever I could. Predator? Like these are, you know, these are same aged people. I was just using. You can still be a predator to people of any age. It's much, it just makes it much more difficult. Anyway. To make its long story, yes, you utilize the situation, and boy, a nice Disney movie was uh, was helpful in high school. Yeah, that's before there was Netflix. Yeah, you do yeah. like big, giant, poofy VHS box and chill. There you go. <laughs> wow. Uh, Skip, do you have a fave? Like, oh, it's like. Um. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same place. Like, I really like the early stuff. Uh, you know, Peter Pan, Pinocchio, Alice in Wonderland. But then I also jump into that whole, like, you know, rebirth of, like, The Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what was the worst. Like, when I first moved to Florida, it was, like, 01. And it was, like, maybe it was just even a little before that. And it was, like, Atlantis. And mm-hmm. like there was just a really bad era. I feel like there was this yeah, time know. where they were trying to like really target little boys. So they did Atlantis and uh, oh Treasure Planet. Treasure that was Planet. Yeah. And and going back, like I actually like going back and watching Atlantis. I definitely enjoy it, but it doesn't have that like classic Disney feel. And Treasure yeah. Planet, you know, you might as well just toss it up there with that cow movie that they made. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't Roseanne in that? Roseanne is, I think so. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that is the the flip side. It has to be considered drapes pretty much. Drapes are not a cat toy. The what aren't? Oh, the drapes, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Rhiannon owes, I wanted to ask you about this. What mm-hmm. was the, uh, it's always, when it comes to drinking at Disney and the Dawa bar, all this controversial is a timing and b the bacon situation for uh, Bloody Marys. I saw you got one. How, oh, yeah. Could you give us a breaking news update on how that's going? Um, I mean, I'm not really sure how much information I can provide information of value because we got there at like nine thirty ish, nine thirty five. Huh? Uh, walked up, there was no line. Um, asked for Bloody Marys, got Bloody Marys with bacon, and there wasn't really anybody at the bar, so we sat down to enjoy them leisurely. And we watched several several other people uh, come up and get them. So it, at no point did we actually see them run out. So Damn. Hence the, I can't really provide much value as far as, like, was it 9.52 or 10.52? I don't know. But, no, but that's uh, great. But, yeah, but I will say this. Um, so we were kind of surprised at how crowded it was that day. And so just out of curiosity, I went to look on touring plans to see what they thought it was. And they considered it to be a 10 out of 10 that day. 
So if out of 10 out of 10, you know, we sat there for probably a good 15, 20 minutes. So I'd say like up until 10 o'clock, you could still get them. Could you just, I guess, oh, I guess it was, um, uh, Martin Luther King Day weekend. I was thinking, yeah, what? Yeah, it was a holiday uh, weekend. Yeah. Actually. Not for me, but whatever. No. But for kids. For banks just, and schools and shit. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, people always, you know, I'm sure you say the same thing when people ask, like, when should I go to Disney? And it, the, the bottom line is look at a school calendar and then do the opposite. If there's any days that that school is not in session, you do not go. That's, I mean, that's really that simple. I mean, it, yeah. it's, or if you go, get ready. Mm-hmm. It's going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the only, I mean, I mean, that's basically what touring plans could say. Is, <laughs> is yeah. there school that day? No. <laughs> Well, the thing was, is that, I mean, obviously we knew in advance that it was a holiday weekend and we were prepared for that and we were okay. But I also just anticipated that it being the very first weekend of the festival, that it was going to be Epcot that was the madhouse. And instead it turned out to be Animal Kingdom on a Sunday. But whatever. Epcot on Saturday, all reports coming from there said it was absolutely bonkers. Uh So maybe that's what happened. Everybody went there on Saturday and then they're like, oh, what's the next best part no i mean no we went to epcot on saturday that's when we did our festival day and i'm telling you i think animal kingdom sunday was more crowded than epcot saturday. man yeah. Yeah. yeah it's interesting yeah i just I, don't, I just when it comes to the overall just big picture of like the future of going to disney like it is really amazing how many days now are just bonkers busy and it, I don't know. I don't think the like pricing thing has really seemed to be changing anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to play devil's advocate, uh, I mean, I don't know shit for shit, but my assumption here could be that it's still new enough that it's not actually affecting anyone's decision-making processes yet. Maybe. Or maybe it's just a total failure. Who knows? Hmm. Time will tell. I, I'm curious, because I know out here, you know, we rely heavily on annual pass holders and it doesn't seem to be having that much of an effect. Like, there's still a ton. But with Walt Disney World, how much of it is local and APs compared to people that are there on vacation? Which I feel there's a lot of people that don't have annual passes that are going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, yeah. to them, they're not looking at it as, oh, man, this is going to cost me so much for the year to keep going. They're just like... All right, how much is my vacation for my family that I've been saving all year that they don't stop complaining about? <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're like, we just got to go. Yep. Well, and, and to be honest, I mean, for us, like, you know, nine times out of 10, I'm going to go somewhere because this is when I can go. Right. I think that was the initial criticism was that you have yeah. these families who have been saving up forever. And of course, they're going to do it when there's a school vacation. And just because you rack up the ticket prices for that time, of year doesn't mean they're, they're going to stop going and and kind of likewise like with pass holders local pass holders like if you know you're still going to keep going i mean you know we've had this conversation before that you daniel were saying like it was going to become a harder and harder decision with the kids and everything but ultimately you were still going to buy an annual pass not yeah. really how much they keep increasing prices so it's almost like locals who don't have annual passes who are debating whether or not to like go for a long weekend Yep. Are you looking more forward to them leaving for school 
and not having to pay annual pass rates anymore? I mean, <laughs> you're like, man, when are you going to grow up and just take over your own annual pass? Well, a bunch of us that have kids of that similar age are like, well, when it, it really comes down to it, we're the ones that really like going. All the adults, like the right. kids are like, they don't really give a fuck. But so I'm like, they're the ones we're going to drop down to like whatever the bronze pass is, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and make it. It's just like that because it, it really is that. But but yes, to answer your question, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. But, <laughs> But I mean, who knows what things are going to be like by then? I mean, it's it really there really have are big changes coming down the down the pipe. Um, I, then the final SR boners from the Usman, um, Rannon's favorite uh, uh, semi-Norwegian beer. Mm-hmm. Um, wants to know this is in regards to wedding planning, which today took a very crowdsourcing <laughs> turn. <laughs> I believe some of the some of the suggestions were to uh, just have three or four DVC members uh, help us bum rush everybody up to uh, top of the world lounge. Yeah, because that could go wrong. That sounds fun. And then Shuck actually came in and says, "You know what? There is a underground like website called about gorilla weddings, and they're like Disney is really on top of these things. Like they will shut it down. Like if you." <laughs> I'm always I've wonder, I always thought that like why don't you why would you pay for this Disney wedding when you could just like go into the you know the restroom put on your clothes and just jump in front of the castle and do it for five minutes maybe th- what would they do, do they would they literally like jump in front of you and and well, stop you right because like I mean not to spoil anything or get myself in trouble Jesus but that was kind of what I was envisioning not necessarily the castle because that doesn't hold as much you know whatever importance to me but something like doing it in the queue of Haunted Mansion or something, you know? But, again, I'm not going to be wearing a wedding dress. That's not my style. So, yeah, are they going to, like, be like, oh, my God, you two are holding hands. That guy is saying things to you, and you're agreeing with him. Get out of here. Like, Wow. The shocking part of that is Rhiannon sounds like she's going to agree to the vows. (laughs) Planning on it. Planning. Whatever. Um... I did like many of the ideas. One of them was that uh, since typically we wouldn't be able to all get into Top of the World during the fireworks, uh, Scott D. could go to Jody's backyard and fire off a ton of fireworks from her front yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it would simulate Disney fireworks. Maybe not you know, exactly the same. So lots of great ideas came out today. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was quite the brainstorming session. It was. Um but the Usman wanted to know, she want, he wants you to be honest. Were you concerned that uh, the Skyliner pilot, Skipper Dick Ritchie, and me are going to show up in kimonos, much like a college kid would show up to a toga party? Hashtag SR Bono. It's like, do you want the joking answer or the real answer? Both. The joking answer is yes, and the real answer is yes. <laughs> Except maybe the real answer is more like, Okay, I would trust that you not show up in kimonos, but I don't really trust for you guys not to have some plan to do something. And I don't trust any of you. You can oh, dress up true. nations. As what? Nations. Oh. And then she'd have to thank us. <laughs> that chance. Just trying. I'm just trying here. I'm I trying. Wanted, I want to show up. Um, 
Oh, damn it. What are those little guys that drive the little go-karts with the Fez hat? I want to Yeah, like Shriners. Can we show up to, like, Shriners to the... Nope. <laughs> driving the little circles around each other, honking. Nope. Oh, my God, that's phenomenal. Yeah. We'll put the, like, just married and, like, tin cans on the back of the cars. and That'd be so fun. I, I'm in. Yeah. I'm... Or can we, can we have the reception at the boathouse? And we'll take the little, like, car boats and do the same thing? I mean, there's just so many good ideas. Yeah. I feel like this is one of those situations where when you have that friend that you know is always at least 30 minutes late, so the movie starts at 8, but you tell them it starts at 7.30, we're going to have it at top of the world, but I'm going to tell you it's at the boathouse. <laughs> have fun. I like it. Or just say, like, yes, everybody meet at 7. Meanwhile, the wedding's at noon. Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. That sounds very, very Rhiannon-ish of you. Yeah, thank you. You're like, you're welcome. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. So that does take care of the Ask Sour Boner questions. Uh, anything else going on? Rhiannon, what do you have going on? I mean, basically just learning way too much about planning. It's not even weddings, because I'm not trying to do that. I, it's I'm learning about planning events, apparently. Do you mind? Um, is it okay? To, it, the, the, the picture you sent me of your form that you sent to Disney, <laughs> is that cool to talk about? Yeah, sure. So Rhiannon sends me this form. She goes, so I'm trying to do this. She goes, I really want to kind of just, this is pretty funny. She put, like, you have to put, like, your company, your name, your purpose. She put, for book release, for drinking at Disney. <laughs> like, <laughs> well- rather... So it's pretty good. So this all started because I was told from multiple sources that if you try and do anything, not just a wedding, but like, you know, any kind of event on Disney with Disney, that they require that every single one of your guests stays on Disney property, which I thought was completely unrealistic because not only do we anticipate inviting a lot of locals, but also, you know, not everyone in my family or all my friends can afford that. And that's not really fair to require that of them. Um, and plus, obviously, even regardless of that, it's going to be insanely expensive. So I kind of like ruled it out and didn't even look at it. But then Polly today was like, no, no, they have a swarm. And like, you can, you can specify unknown hotel. And I'm like, all right, for shits and giggles. Like, what is the harm of just filling out this form and seeing what they say? So I went to fill it out. And as Daniel said, yes, sure enough. They're like, no, no, you have to have an organization that you're from. You have to give us your title. So I'm like, all right, drinking at Disney author purpose of party book release so we'll see what they say meanwhile i have been in touch with basically every um non-disney owned you know restaurant or company or what have you on disney property so things like homecoming um enzo's hideaway paddlefish raglan road splitsville places like that so i have been looking into those options so yeah i just it's uh it's been interesting been learning a lot yeah, paddlefish. That's a good choice. Paddlefish. Yeah, I mean it's it's somewhat reasonable. So one thing I have learned, which in hindsight is pretty fucking obvious, but whatever. I've, I've never done this before, first timer. Um, is that any place that, given the number of guests you have, and in my case we're looking at like 175, um, if the number of guests requires that you have to shut down the entire bar, restaurant, what have you, you're looking at spending at least twice as much as some other place because they're looking to recoup 
what they're going to lose by shutting down their entire venue. Mm -hmm. Whereas places that you can just rent out a floor or a back room or something, it's far less because they're still open for business. So Splitsville, uh, Paddlefish are actually half as much as Homecoming or Enzo's Hideaway. Hmm. I'm telling you, pick the place, tell everybody to get there 30 minutes before it opens, and we'll just go in and take it over. I, it's not a bad not idea. Reliable. It's not reliable. Oh, it's it's a thing. We start for one hundred seventy five like, people. Okay, sure. We all sh- we all show up at eleven because it says it opens at, at at noon. We get there and they're like special event. It was open at nine a.m. today. Son of a bitch! Oh shit! Pretty soon we're all just sitting around Captain Cooks having <laughs> pulled pork nachos. That sounds fine with me. The totally lame version of the pulled pork nachos. <laughs> the wedding is ruined. <laughs> oh boy! So that's that's anyway, exciting. That's been my week thus far. Yeah. Um, the numbers of some of these Disney venues are amazing. I was talking to uh, Chase from the uh, the interview. We've talked about Chase from the uh, Mickey Mouse Club and the party. He is one. Him and one of the, uh, one of the other Mouseketeers, Dale, are kind of spearheading doing this reunion, the thirtieth. Their 30th anniversary reunion show. Anyways, he was kind of going over some of the places they went and, and talked to. And I don't want to get into details because I don't know what you want. But the numbers are absolutely – and at like when you go to Disney Springs, the numbers are absolutely astronomical Like for some of these places. It's amazing what some of these corporations are paying. Yeah. Yep. Like uh, Microsoft, I want to know what they pay. They rent out – Universal and Islands of Adventure for like the entire night with free food and food, free drinks. Yeah, I used to go to those parties. Like, how does I don't even what could that I can't even imagine what that invoice looks like. <laughs> Maybe we should do that for the next three o'clock parade weekend. There you go. Okay. Just pick the park and write Crash a check. Crash a Microsoft party. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, that sounds fun. We're going to need to all become Microsoft vendors. That's what we're going to need to do. We'll all become Microsoft employees, and they'll all be like validly in there. And they'll never know that we all know each other, and we plan this. The long con. Hey, I'm in. I'm in. They'll be like, we need to talk to you about some computer specifics. And I'll be like, oh, Ew. shit. <laughs> I know. looking piece. I know. Yeah. Restart. Restart. That's that's just well. I always start. You know, my first step is restarting the computer. Yeah, I, yeah. That's what I, I just do that, just so it doesn't. You know, because it's it's really old. Yeah, it's there you go. So yeah, I'm not going to do well on this. So anyway, anything else? Because uh, I believe that brings us to the end of tonight's three o'clock parade podcast. Uh, I don't think I have anything. The I... final float. Ooh. Is Rhiannon on a float with the Skyliner pilot slash three o'clock parade beat reporter shooting off fireworks from Roman candles on the handlebars of his bike while I and Super Weenie Hut Jr. follow behind on motorized coolers to celebrate my biggest nightmare ever. <laughs> Sounds beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. 
Richie, I hope you continue to do feel better and I'm get gonna, to Disneyland. I'm gonna go take a nap. All right, buddy. Yeah. All right, take it. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next time. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.